Yeah, y'all. Y'all know what to do. Jam culture, y'all. In the house, y'all. Yeah, we flowing like we're not a charge. Yeah, we bringing the Holy Ghost Spirit. Making sure you just gotta carry it. Yes, in my chariot. With <laughs> Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost. And three in one, y'all. Yes, yeah, jam culture. DJ Christian. Professor. Yeah. And College <laughs> Kingdom Consultant, a.k.a. to the a.k.a. Back at it again. Woo. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. It was a little, um, a little, what do you call it? Um, mellow. I'm not, I'm not used to mellow. Yeah, yeah. I hit it when, when the, it, the bass didn't hit yet. So I was like, let me flow with this mellow. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was not quite used to that. But one of these days, um, uh, we're going to get the, the, the old Colin. Don't worry, yeah, I'm going to get hype. I'm going to hype y'all back up. Because it used to be so funny. I used to come in with that hype. I was like, DJ Christian and the professor. And then he'd be like, welcome to jam culture. Like, what? <laughs> she used to just dull it right back down. Yes, yes, yes. Because, you know, I'm not, I'm not cool like you guys. I'm, I'm just old. That's, that's all I am. That's all I got going for me. She's a professor. Me. She got to teach. Yeah, that, that's, that's all I can do. All right, what, what number are we on? 46, 47. 45? I think y'all making up. I think y'all making up. Is it really 45? Almost. Something like that. Yeah. Alright. I'm going to take your word for it. I hope I got the right number in here. Yeah. It's 44. 44. 44, y'all. Alright. And, and Christian, I know it's not your part yet, but I'm really interested. You guys have a good plus and, uh, and I'll jam with you later on. Yes, sir. Okay. Alright. Alright. Well, I'm going to take your word for it. Um, today, welcome to uh, episode 45 as they're telling us. Uh, Jam Culture, Battlefield of the Mind. The Jam in Our Culture stands for Jesus Approved Music, Jesus Approved Messages, and Jesus Approved Mindset. I don't think I say that in the same order every week. (laughs) I am Professor Truth, and each week I profess the truth and teach it like a college course. I think it's going to be a a hot episode uh, because I know that Mm. this is one that makes Christian jump out of uh, his little quiet box. <laughs> so uh, um, I don't know if we're gonna get to our. Oh, we talking my name and claim it today. Yeah. Oh, sugar dugger. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how far we're gonna get to our uh, apologetics moment, but I'm gonna try my best. Uh, but we're gonna lead up to your name and claim it. And Christian, I hope you got your stuff ready to go. Right? Okay. So last week we looked at how new agers see. Jesus. How do they see Jesus in the new age? Anybody remember? Who can sum it up? Well, I thought we were talking about like a cult and all that stuff. Okay, you keep saying that. That's part of new age. New so age I think the that. new age, like the new age, is still relevant in the in the in the new age. Well, the new what's considered new age, I was in the old age, is considered. It's still what? the same stuff. What are you so, I, so I like asked, the tricks? I asked what. What do people in the new age believe about Jesus? That's what we learned last week. Oh, that he's not the only way. That's coming. That's not what we learned last week, though. Yeah, that he's like... I don't know. I remember hearing about stuff about white magic and all that. <laughs> yeah, stuff. white oh magic, black God. magic. And that they Where were like nose? Nike shoes. And Where your like nose? You're supposed to be taking Ouija notes Ouija boards everywhere. and yeah, the people that, who we were... Yeah, but we talking about that for like two weeks. Yoga. What did we learn that they said who Jesus was? Because remember, I read MLK thought the same thing. Remember? Y'all don't remember any of that stuff. I that he was just a up. person? Yes. Yeah. He was just a person and. 
and that anybody could obtain what he obtained. There you go. So I knew somebody was listening, right? So anybody <laughs> could do what Jesus did. That's what all this new age spirituality believes is that Jesus was just a real good dude who was smart enough to uh, reach enlightenment and find his God consciousness or Christ consciousness and become God. He was able to attain, attain divinity. He developed a divinity through all these mystical practices and things that he did. Um, but he was just a regular person who became God-like. And anybody could be that. That's what New Age spirituality teaches, that anybody could be just like Jesus in um, and become just as divine as he was because all he did was use some uh, mystic uh, practices and and um, just got himself that way, and we can get that way too. So that is, we know, very, very heretical. But um, do you think you've ever dabbled in some of these other ideas? So today we're going to look at the three top common new age um, beliefs, and I want to know whether you think you've ever dabbled in any of them, or heard of any of them, or heard them in the culture around you, okay? So the first one is the be belief that all is one. So in the New Age, and those of you who are new and have not seen the other episodes, New Age is not a religion by itself. It is basically a movement, and it involves lots of things um, that have these certain ideas. Some of them, as I, my co-host co tells you, involves uh, the occult, involves witchcraft, involves white magic, dark magic, um, tarot cards, um, astrology, um, and, and all these different um, pieces that are all sort of leading to this these few ideas. So here's the first idea, and I want you guys to tell me, have you heard this in the culture anyway? Okay, New Agers believe that everything and everyone is interrelated and interdependent. Everybody is one. Individuality is really just an illusion. And ultimately, there's no real difference between the human and an animal and a rock. Have you heard any of that in anything in this culture? That everybody and everything is one. Like the hippies? Okay. In the yeah. cultures, no. In school, yes. Okay. How, when did you hear it in school? How did you? I took a class on religion. Uh huh. It was a it was a weird class. It basically taught you every single religion that's out there. Mm hmm And I just I just thought it was so weird. Yeah, but, but was it, was it, was it confusing? Part? It wasn't like confusing. It was just more so like. Well, even back then when I didn't really know Christ, uh -huh. that's when I was taking the class. But like even then, I was just like, nah, I really just believe in Jesus. Mm. But but it was just kind of like the people that was in that class was kind of like, oh, this religion might be real. This religion. Might be real. Mm. It was a very weird class. Okay. So so no no idea that we're all together. We're all interrelated. I think I see that all the time. Like, I see it in the culture all the time about how we're all one and we well, all need to be one. Which culture? As an American culture. Oh, American culture? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, come on. Look at all of the... the, the com I want y'all to start watching commercials. Like, commercials. They're all pushing this. We're all one. We're all one. We're all one. I one, have, one, I one, Netflix, one, I one, one, Hulu, one, one. So you don't see I commercials? Think, I think it's so <laughs> segregated. I think, I, I think that's the gist of America is just... 
segregation. Well, I think that's the I think that's purposeful. So I think what 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 is purposeful is that they are dividing us, right? Right? So that they can say, "Oh, the answer to everything is to be one." Right? Because that's the opposite of what we are right now. So we know everybody knows the division is bad. Right. right. Everybody knows that. So what they, I think, what the culture and the enemy, I think, is trying to do is trying to like get people so disillusioned with this, with all the divisiveness that everybody's just screaming to be one, like one single mind. Everybody is one. Um, and so it's just, I want you just to start looking and see how much you think, see things about the one, 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 one. Okay. Number two. The second one is belief that all is God. Now, this one might be one of these things you feel like a little hippie. Like, New Ages believe that everything exists is God, right? This is called pantheism. Pantheism comes from um, two words, pan, which means all, and theos, which means God. So pantheists um, believe that God, all is God, and God is all. So, you know, the trees are God, the, the leaves are God, the ground is God, the turtle is God, God is in the water, God is in the air, God is in the clouds, God is in that light bulb, God is everything. Have you ever heard anybody say that God is everything? No. Never, no, ever, ever, ever. Only okay. in other, other cultures, okay. like India and mm-hmm. other places, yeah. but never. I never really heard of it, yeah. Yeah, so I guess you never, never ever watched uh, Oprah's Soul Sunday stuff. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> no. I picture me a Christian home on Sunday <laughs> watching Oprah. <laughs> uh, so, so if you saw that, you would hear her talk about it all the time. That all of her hosts, uh, what's her, what's the one she has on there? Uh, it, Van Zandt. What's her name? Ayana Van Zandt. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, Fix My Life? Yeah, it's her. Yes. She's got like her. Huh, she's just like her. She's no. Just, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. She's, no. Yes. I'm going fi- to find you a clip. Ayana Janjata. I'm going to find you. Whatever her name is. Ayana <laughs> <laughs> Benzant. I think that's how you say it. Anyway, yeah, she's, she's right up with it. She's like, oh, God is everything. And he's, you know, he's. No, like, so I've watched her show. And I really hear her talk about God. Of just course. because she wants to be neutral in. You know what I'm saying? You said you rarely hear Rarely. Uh-huh. You uh-huh. know, just because she wants to be neutral to her yeah. audience who she's doing the therapy session with, yeah. you know? Yeah, Well, she's on Oprah's huh. Soul Sunday. She, that's what she answered. Wait, so is Dr. Phil like that? Oh, I have it, no idea. Oh, uh, like I, everybody I associated with Oprah? Well, well, I don't know. Probably at this point. <laughs> Probably. All right. And then the third one, and we're going to delve more into this one next week and Christian um, was was kind of hinting at it before, is the belief in human deity. We kind of talked about that a little bit last week, and we'll talk about it next week. But if you think that um, all of this stuff, it, God is everything, right, and we all are one, then we all must be God, right? So that's that's the way they, they believe. So there's a lot of it. Oprah Winfrey says one of the most important books she read is about, about discovering the power within you, right? And he came here to teach us the divinity within us. We learned within us. That's what we learned last week. And um, Rhonda Byrne, a best-selling book. The Have you guys ever heard of The Secret? No. Oh, okay. So that's this book that they all promote. Um, even Steve Harvey has promoted it. Um, and they say you are manifested in human form, made to perfection. You are God in a physical body. Who is God in a physical body? Jesus. The Holy okay. Spirit. In a physical body. Jesus. Physical. Physical. Oh, oh Jesus. Jesus yeah. Right. So, but this one, 
in the book, The Secret says you are God in a physical body. You are a cosmic being. You are all power. You are wisdom. You are the creator. Isn't that a rapper called The Creator? Tyler, The Creator. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. I, yeah. knew, I knew I remember one of them. Um, so that's from The Secret. And that's like Wait, a big you think deal. he's demonic? What do you think about him? Oh, yeah, he definitely. Oh, really? Tyler? Yeah. I just think Why he's would super you think weird. So? Yeah. I, I don't oh yeah, he's super weird too. But like. yeah, I don't know if he's demonic though. Right. I'm sorry if you call if you call yourself the creator, I'm gonna be looking at you side eye anyway. <laughs> I mean, so why do you think Christian? I mean, I have a friend that listens to him and he goes to church and he's just like, I, I have trouble not listening to him. But like, he be his music is really like demonic. That's oh, what off the thing. Yeah, I guess some of the music I've heard from him, and then I've seen him when he's on Cartoon Network with that show. Yeah. Oh, regular yeah. show. Yeah. No, is it a regular show? Mm-hmm. What show? Yeah. He got like a. Yeah. So him and Donald Glover were on a show called Regular Show. Oh no, rapping. not that one. The the other show with all of him and his boys. They're like odd squatters or something like that. Oh yeah, like yeah. all future on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That show was where it was. That like was. A, it wasn't a cartoon. It was more so like a reality, like a jackass type. Yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those were okay. So. Oh, yeah, my bad. Well, Get off track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's alright. That's alright. I brought it up. It was my fault anyway. Okay. So, um, before we go, um, I want to ask you a question, Christian, before we get into name it, claim it. Um, a few weeks ago, when I was starting this topic, you were like, um, you said, oh, that kind of sounds like the name it, claim it stuff. Do you remember your comment? Yeah. Do you remember why you said that? What was it? No, I don't remember. You said it last week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was two, no, it was two weeks ago. And when I first started talking about the, the new age and he started talking, he was like, and you were like, oh, no, Christian, you about to mess us all up. You don't remember that moment? I do remember that, but, but I can't remember, remember the context, though. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, tell me what you remember about Name and Claim. We had, like, a big discussion. What can, yeah. If you were to sum up what you believe or what the Name and Claim idea is, tell me about that. So Name and Claim, it, I would, well, it's more so, well, actually... Before yesterday, I thought it was mainly based off faith. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like it's more than just that. It's it's prophesying. Okay. So what so go back go back for people who don't know what you're talking about. Start over. So okay. what is based on faith and what is based on prophecy? Well, when you when um <clears throat> when you say I receive it in the name of Jesus, or when you when somebody says I declare in the name of Jesus that you know it will be done. That's like naming and claiming it for you. Okay. So, like, for example. For example, if, you know, say somebody in, like, a group chat would be like, oh, I'm trying to get a new car, and then a friend of theirs was like, um... Claim that yeah, thing. Like, yeah, claim it. <laughs> like The power I, is I declare it in the name tongue. of Jesus that you will get a RAV4. Yeah. Or even heal it. And so when I think about name it to claim it, the verses that come to mind is Mark 11, 23 and Matthew 21, 21, where Jesus answers and says unto them um, that he shall says unto the mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, that it shall be done. Okay, so we're gonna get to that. We we got that's down on my list. So so what's the part you said about faith and prophecy? Like you were just talking about that. What was that all about? Okay, so essentially what you're doing is prophesying. What does that mean? Prophesying is speaking words of encouragement to somebody and that's prophesying? You know, y- yes, sir. No, prophesying is uh, more so uh, um uh, I hate to say like well for for those are, 
like kind of fortune telling. You know what I'm saying? To in the secular world where you're able to predict things or Correct. see things in the future. So like for yourself, if I'm prophesying a new car, I'm seeing a new car in my future and I'm depending on God to do that nah, for me. I don't know. So I don't know well, about it's that. that. But I also believe it's, it's also words of encouragement. It's also words of edification, edifying somebody for the better. What do you mean edifying? What do you edifying. mean? Edifying. What's that mean? I mean, I, I know. Like, what's that mean? What do you mean by that? Edification? Yeah, what do you mean by that? Like, just fulfilling them with something. Something. Wait, fulfilling... Fulfilling them with what? Like, what? Do you, like, give me an example of edifying somebody. Ad, give me an example of you edifying somebody. Edifying somebody is you speaking the word over somebody's life. You're like what? Say, like, say what? Something positive. Like what? Give me something. Like, give me an example. Like, this is. I don't want to be like doing church speaking. People like, what are they talking about? Like, you we know, use just church just even just a simple I love you. That's a word of edification. So that's prophecy. It's not prophecy, but it's 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 part of it. I believe. Like it's part of it. It's like saying words of encouragement over so somebody's en- life. But encouragement is, I think you're gonna do well. I think I got you. I believe in you. Like you know, you got this. That's yeah. not the same as prophesying, is it? I mean, it's 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 part of it. It's part of prophesying where you're just speaking words of encouragement. So over positivity. Somebody. It's more than that. Just that. It's more like speaking life, speaking the word of life over somebody. What do you mean? By, so like, I'm like, I'm just trying to challenge you, Christian, because we're using these words, and people who are not Christian are like, "What are you talking about speaking life? What does that mean to speak life to somebody? What it's do you just speaking through the Spirit over somebody's life? Like, so give me a sentence that would be like speaking life over somebody. It's just like, just like you know, you will receive it in the name of Jesus. You are. You know, you are, you will be blessed by by Jesus. You know, things like that. Okay, so you receive it and you are blessed by Jesus might be two different things, right? So you receive something or you're blessed by Jesus could be two different things, right? I mean, yeah. Or okay. if you receive the blessing. Yeah, we all receive blessings, right? But the blessing or this particular blessing, that's two different things. So that's why I, I'm just trying to make sure that we're talking about the same thing. Because prophesying is to um, basically say it by divine inspiration of, of what's going to happen. So it's to predict mm-hmm. with assurance on the basis of some kind of basis of divine knowledge. So God told me, and that's how I prophesy, right? So that's what prophecy is. That's what prophets in the Bible law. Prophets were people who were who spoke to God and God told told those people to go tell the people what he said, right? And he would tell them, this is what's going to happen. We about to have a drought. We're not about to have a drought. God's going to judge you for this, that, and the other. That's what prophets did. Prophets told the future based on what God told them. Okay, so that's what prophecy is. So it's telling and predicting or telling the future based on what God has um, supposedly told people. Okay, so let's keep all that in mind. And I want you to listen to one of the... So this this lady who I really like to listen to, her name is Melissa Daughtery. And she used to be in the New Age. Um, she's saved now, but she used to be in the New Age. So she talks a, she talks from inside, right? She's, a, she's an expert because she's been there, done that, came out of it. So let's listen to... I don't have my little plug. She, that's the wrong one. Yeah. Let's listen to what she says about... One of the first, um, uh-oh, first practices of 
the new age. I probably should change seats with you, Christian, at some point. All right, so here's her first one. Number one, one of my old time new age, the law of attraction. The law of attraction is a new thought practice that basically says like attracts like. Your thoughts and your feelings manifest your reality based on how much faith you have. Faith and love is seen as a sort of power that can manipulate the reality and universe around you. The God of the law of attraction is sort of a pantheistic God, and it teaches that we can manifest our desires because we have the inner divinity to do just that. The core of this teaching is you are God. This is the core of all new age. You are God-like, you are divine, you are God. Sounds like a slimy serpent to me, but moving on. There's a sort of karma with this teaching that says that what you do to somebody else, you are doing directly to yourself. That's the law of attraction. It's a mirror. The basic formula is that whatever you ask the universe for through your thoughts and feelings, you will receive back based on your faith if you really believe it. It could be money, possessions, a spouse, children, health, a car, any other desire that you want. I find that a lot of Christians simply have no idea how much this teaching has permeated our culture and our churches. Now, so anything sound familiar in what, what she said? Anything sound like some of the stuff we just talked about and then name it, claim it? Uh, um, I guess where it's like, I guess it kind of talks about it, but at the same time, she said the universe, so that already like just shuts it down. What do you mean shuts it down? Like, it's not the same for Just me. because they, uh, and not for you, but. By the, by the universe. But don't people, like, do this, people in the new age sort of um, interchange God and the universe. So, yeah, they call it universe, you call it God. Okay, so what else? What else is similar? That was about it? No, you didn't hear him say, talk about faith. Talked about that you had to have faith, right? You had to have yeah. enough faith to, there we go, to manifest um, the things that you speak into existence, right? Yeah. So so isn't that something yeah. that is in the name of the claimant doctrine? Did you got to have enough faith? Um, I think, I th yeah. So you have to have enough faith. But I think one thing I picked up was she said, like, with people knowing like, like they're, that they are gods mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. are people that claiming claiming that they are gods yeah that's what I heard from her which would be like the opposite of name and claim it type you, you would think right so yeah. I'm just saying right now it sounds like did you hear catch what she said at the end though at the end she said you know Christians a lot of times don't know that they're doing this so let's just talk about the law of attraction in terms of uh, the new age. The new age folks say you just claim it, you say what it is, you put it out there, and it's supposed to manifest as long as you have enough faith. In what, though? In, in what you believe. In what you believe is going to happen. you got to believe what you're saying so much it's going to happen. So, but I think the faith has to be in Christ, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but when I asked you guys before, you said you just got to believe that thing. you got to yeah, believe but it gotta, that but, it, but the foundation got to stem in Christ. Yeah, you believe it, but you believe that Christ is going to do it. Because what? Yeah. 
Because we got faith in Christ. But but not why but why but why do you have faith that Christ is gonna do what you said? Because we named it. We right, named there you go. Name. So that's so so that's not so that's that's believing so that's faith that Christ is gonna do what you said because you named it? So you basically are telling Christ what to do and you believe he's gonna follow your instructions? Not so much. It's like it's, it's prophesying. Prophesying is that Jesus already told you something, and you say what he told you. So you're saying that well, you no, told it, you that? Well, no, because it's prophecy. Because like he named these things in the Bible, like things that you should have and things that you're. Gonna... C- but he like the the example he gave was a car. That ain't was in the a Bible. Car. Yeah. No, but it doesn't physically have to be a car. It could just be the desire of your heart, right? Yeah. So so anything you want, that's what you get. The desire of your heart. Not so no, much that you more want, like the, because it, it, it it could be something that you want. But uh-huh. God is like, you don't need that. And, and I think he will reveal that to you. Yeah. So, like, for instance, if I want, if I said, God, I named this Ferrari in the name of Jesus, and I don't get it, my I'm not my faith is not going to waver, nor is going to be like, oh, God doesn't want me to have a Ferrari. And God doesn't seem fit for me to have that. So you know why name it? So why name it and claim it if that's not already? So you said, you said prophecy was that Jesus told, well, we said prophecy is, is when God tells you. And then you, then, and that's how you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're saying you claim it. And then if it doesn't happen, you're like, oh, he must have said not to. Doesn't that, isn't that backwards? Shouldn't you be finding out what God said first and then you claim it? You don't claim it and then see and say, well, if it didn't happen, that means that means the answer was no. Aren't you supposed to ask first? Yeah. Ask, wait, ask what? Ask this? first. So, so, we're, so when you said, well, you claim that thing. And then if he don't want you to have it, then you won't have it. So to me, isn't that backwards? Shouldn't you be asking him first? I think that is the ask. Yeah, that if you is name it, ask. that's not asking. Name yeah, it. Yeah. So you how is name, that? How is that? Because you're naming, naming the ask, right? No, that's not naming the ask. A- an ask is an ask. If someone says, I-, "I want that," I'm claiming that, that that I'm claiming your phone right now. Right. I didn't ask you for nothing. I'm taking it. I'm telling you, I'm claiming your phone. That phone looks good. I'm I'm claiming that phone right now. Did I ask you for your phone? No, but the assumption is is the phone, which is the ask, right? But I didn't so ask like, you. But did I, I? But did I ask you? That's not use words that I don't mean, mean that what they mean. Did I ask you it, for your phone? It's if I come the ask. Off, but it's no, you saying that? But if I say I claim your phone, where is the ask? I claim your phone, Christian. That's taking that. No, but, but, no, but, but the thing is, the way you're looking mine. at it, it is doesn't, but, but it belongs a, to me, though, right? So, everything, who? the phone. So, everything I just took it from Christian. I said it's mine, right? No, but it belonged to him, right? So, we're saying these things that they don't belong to us. So, that's the ask is for something that we don't have. It no, I, no. Or it doesn't pertain to somebody else. No, so we're not going to claim somebody like else's what? wife, though. Like, like, okay, so what I'm... Okay, let's just go back to the car. How do, right. It's not yours. Everything belongs... Belo- everything belo- Right, exactly. Right. So as soon as you're claiming it, you're saying it's mine. And it's not yours until you ask for it. And that's not an ask. Yeah, to, that's to claim. Ask. A claim is not an ask. I don't understand why we keep calling it the same thing. I it claim is, that and saying, "Can same I?" Thing. That's it, the ask. So did it's I? The same thing. And no, I claim yeah, your I feel, phone. I feel it like is not asking When you for put it. a claim into the insurance, right? It's like here's a claim of what happened, right? So the ask is when you put in that claim is for the adjusters to do X, Y, and Z with that claim. Okay. Like they know what to do. So let's talk about regular claims. We talked about this on the last show. 
When you claim your property, you put a stake on it because it belongs to you already. When you claim a prize, you come up and you show them the ticket because you already won it. Normally, and I'm not, I, I don't know about this whole claim adjustment thing. I don't really like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about a normal claim. When you claim, when you claim, when you come to and you get a claim ticket, when you got baggage and it's a claim ticket, all of those things already belong to you. They belong to you. A claim is to claim something to take possession of things that is already yours. It is not a request. It is not a request. We can't change the, the dictionary terms of words and make it make it feel good because that's because we've been using it. If you look up claim, claim is not a request. Claim is to, to take possession of something that already belongs to you. So when you are saying, I claim it, you're saying it already belongs to me. It already you are belongs not, to me. Correct. You're, you're answering not, the answer. Correct. You're answering you, the, the Right. You're question. already saying. You're already telling yes. God. You're telling God it belongs to me already. I'm not asking yes. you, God. I'm telling you. Yeah. But why can't right, you tell God? Right. There we why, go. Thank why, you for admitting but why that. Can't you, but why can't you tell God? Yeah. Because he's God. What? Because what? he's is God. So that's why we can't so you tell go him to? So your children going to come up and tell you what they're going to get? I know mine are well, well, it depends on what. So I give you an example, right? All the time, and I don't know, and I promise you it's not a coincidence. I think I talked about this before. When me and my wife would go out, when we went out to dinner and stuff like that, we would claim a parking space close to wherever we need to go. What do you mean you claim the parking like space? Like we claim, like God, we claim an open parking space close to where we need to get to. Okay, but you're Jesus. using the same thing. You're basically you you're using claim and pray as the same word, and it's not. You, claim you, and pray? No, we claim. You're, you're, we named it. Right, that's what I'm saying. So you're using the same. Don't use an example to explain your example. You are you're already saying that I just claim this thing. I'm going back to the point of what does claim mean? You don't tell somebody else what you're going to get if they're above you. They're your authority. You're, my children are not going to come and tell me, my I claim this gift for my birthday. I claim, I'm going to look at them like, what? I can get you what I want to get you. You're not going to claim nothing. You can ask me for it, but you ain't claiming anything because you don't have any authority over me. We don't have authority over our God to tell him what belongs to us, to tell him what of his. But God that, gave us authority. Over him? No, but over I, him? But I don't think. But I don't over think. Him. But I don't no, think that's authority that's what we're over talking him. About. I don't that's think that's authority, authority over him. Two seconds ago, y'all said we were telling God what is yours. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that we have authority to tell somebody what's yours or not. I think the authority comes where if we're gonna give it or not. That's where the authority. I, lays I'm, I'm confused about that. If you walk in a store and you claim something and you tell somebody that's mine, you just take it. And that person has the obligation whether to give it to you or not that's not an obligation obligation you can't use obligation because you if just that said person's, if that person's right because it doesn't belong to that person who's claiming it right so so it's not claiming because it's not yours already that's what i just said but no. we're saying that we have the faith to okay. uh, to say it that is it is mine faith wait the faith authority both okay that is okay all right, you guys, I, we're going we're going to keep going because we I don't think we're talking about the same words. I think we're not using the dictionary terms of the words claim and ask. And I don't believe I don't think as Christians we have any authority to tell God anything. Period. Point blank. That we don't get to tell him anything. Everything is an ask. That's not a humble way. And we're going to talk about how Jesus 
who was God, talk to the Father in a second. But in the meantime, I want you to hear how that New Age stuff comes off in um, the secular world. So here's an example of Law of Attraction. Listen to how they talk about it. I believe in the Law of Attraction, and I believe that um, that you can speak things into existence. And I believe that um, once you, when you know where you're going and you know what you want, uh, the universe has a way of stepping aside for you. Make a choice, right? You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. Just decide. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. It's, like, it's water. It wants to, it wants to move and go Ooh, around yeah. stuff, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop right there just for a second. That's Will I'm Smith. A, yeah, that's Will Smith. But understand that in the new age, the universe and God, they all, they think God is the universe, this, this, this energy. But you, you see how his wording is, I am telling the universe what to do for me. I say it, and then the universe does what I tell it to do. He's telling the universe. He's telling oh, I the universe. I thought he said, what, make room for me. That's what I'm hearing. He's, it's going to get out your way. And, right. and, and so I, I don't have Oprah's. I should have kept going with Oprah. Oprah says the, the universe conspires to make this thing happen for you because you asked for it. So let me continue. Total believer. Yeah, I believe in uh, manifestation. I believe in, uh, you know, <clears throat> putting a rocket of desire out into the universe. And, and you get it when you believe it. You get it when you believe you have it. And that's the key. Just this, I have an insane belief in my own ability to manifest things. Insane belief, you know, that I think it's ultimately complete sanity, but I believe we're creators, and I believe we create with every thought and every word is, every moment is pregnant with the next moment of your life. Make what you want happen, you know, like, I mean, like you said, law of attraction is about speaking things into existence. You can really make what you want to have happen, happen. Uh, you know, exactly like you said, law of attraction. We, we got what we wanted out of life. So I'm big on I'm big on like speaking stuff to existence. So I had to learn like not to say stuff like I, I really speak a lot of stuff. I speak so much stuff to existence. You know, um, and I and I'm a firm believer of speaking things into existence. Same here, brother. I'm a firm believer of, you know, uh, you work and the universe gives back to you. I'm a firm believer in that stuff. You feel me? In the law of attraction, of course, and God as well. But I'm a firm believer in the law of attraction. And that's all God wants to make us happy. It's the law of attraction I'm always talking about. If I want it, if I believe I can have it, then that's my reality. So, what what kind of buzzwords did you hear in all that? That's just just just, just the law things. of attraction, and I think the biggest thing is that manifestation, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. they believe that they could manifest it, and I think that's the big difference what me and Christian are talking about, because who we're looking to manifest is the Lord to manifest that, not necessarily ourselves. Okay, That's so the whole reason for the name to claim. What they're doing, do it. what they're doing is taking their, our father's credit card and making it for themselves. What we're doing is asking our father, "Hey, can I get this credit card and use it to buy this?" I, I hear, I hear what you're saying, but I, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna say this, and I'm I'm gonna say this from somebody who was a, is just listening to words, not somebody who grew up in a church and is and hearing Christians speak and stuff like that. I'm just saying the words. There's nothing in the words of name and claim it that has, has ask in it. There's no ask in it. You, we're saying claim it, but there's no ask. We didn't ask. We're just taking, we're saying it's ours. Um, and then we sit back, and if he don't give it to us, then we're like, oh, he must have said no. But we didn't ask. We just, we just said we're claiming it. Um, but the manifesting 
It talks about having the enough faith, reality, speaking things into existence, the universe conspiring or bending to your will, to what you want. I'm making stuff happen on purpose. You heard Will Spills talk about, you know, make it happen on purpose. And the creative power, like who's the creator? God is the creator, but somehow it's creative power in our words. So I just want you to just, just listen to that. Um, where do we hear all of that stuff in the Bible, by the way? Where, where, where is it that we hear those kinds of words in the Bible? To manifest? Yeah, like where, like where, like where did that happen? Where you, where things manifested and 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 things were spoken into existence? I think when, of course, when Jesus was talking, the you know, I believe in the law of attraction. I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah, when when things started to manifest. What do you like What do you the, mean by that? The Holy Spirit is one. Um, I think with manifesting faith okay in that regard too. what do you mean but by i think that? it's always manifesting in god like that's where the manifestation lies in. so i just so asked in the bible in. when when does when have we seen things manifest in the bible when have we seen these things so manifesting things into reality speaking things into existence making the universe do bend to your will making things happen on purpose and having creative power in words where in the bible have we heard that kind of talk that's what i want to know where have we heard that well, kind of talk a, in the bible on the universe but like i could give an example when jesus was on the water with peter uh-huh you know um and then to wait who was the one who was fishing oh peter oh mm -hmm. yeah with well, peter yeah mm -hmm. When you know he manifested all those fish to come, and I think through there that was a teachable moment where it's like you know, trust in me and look what look what can happen. So that's so yeah. it's it's not it's not verbatim, you know yeah. what I'm saying, saying it, but he showed in context with the disciples how the manifestation would come about. So who said it, by the way? Who 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 made the things happen? Who talked? It was God. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so Jesus, right, in, right, in, right. in human form. I mean, God in, in human form. He was the one. The first place you hear all of that stuff is Genesis one. In the beginning, God created. Here's the Creator, the heavens and the earth. And God said, "Let there be light." And then He saw it, and it was good. And then God said, "Let there be a vault." between the waters that separated um, the water from the water. And then God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place. And then God said, let the land produce vegetation. And then God said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky. And that's when he's doing the whole universe, right? And God said, let the water teem with living creatures. All of this are things that God said, God created, God took the universe and he bent the universe to his will. He created the universe and then he made the universe be what he wanted it to be. God yeah. was the one who manifests things into reality. God is the one who speaks yeah. things into existence. God is the one who bends the universe to his, his will and makes the universe. That's the one who has the creative yeah. power, God. God. And what, what's with you? What's with me, what? The Holy Spirit's with you, right? 
and but I'm not God, and the Holy Spirit is the not Holy God. The Holy Spirit is with me, and we we have that same authority with the Holy Spirit. We have the to same like, authority to, do, to say things like that. So so we have the same authority as God. I don't think we're so. having the authority of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we do not have the same. We do not have the same creative yeah, power to cast out demons and correct. Yeah, and he said, and he told us that, but he right. didn't tell us that we could be bending the manifesting things with our words. But that's not. So what we're these walking things. with the. We're we're doing things out of authority. We're not manifesting. That's the yeah. Difference. We're not trying to bend the universe. We're doing oh, things okay. out of the authority right. of the all spirit. All sounds different, right? It all sounds all different. Okay. So let's let's some let's bring some preachers into this one. All right. So let's see if we hear some of this stuff in the church. Is this the one I want to play? I think so. I hope so. Um. Here's one. Move out of my way. Tonight, my brothers and my sisters, I decree a miracle. I declare a blessing. I speak it into existence without intimidation. Touch somebody and say manifest. You can think. So, so right off the bat, he's saying the same stuff that the guys in the Law of Attraction are saying. I speak it into existence, and I manifest. That's straight off the bat. He already talking the same words. Same words. Um, one more. His friend. Positive. You can believe for favor. That's good. But nothing happens till you speak. The miracle is in your mouth. I want to talk to you today about how your words become your reality. When you speak something out, you give life to what you're saying. If you continue to say it, eventually that can become a reality. Whether you realize it or not, you are prophesying your future. So there's what you said, Christian. We're prophesying our future. We're speaking things into existence. It's all the same stuff um, that, that's being said um, it, it, in, by these preachers saying the same words that the secular folks are saying. It sounds exactly the same. It does not sound any different. Um, you know, as a church-going person, you're like, oh, but it's different, but, okay, maybe. Let, let, let's listen because it really sounds to me exactly um, the same. So let's listen to what, like I said, this was a new ager. So this, this lady here we're talking about, she is telling you from experience. So she's, ex she's telling you from inside, right? Inside of um, new age. She's not new to this. She's not looking from out, from out of it, outside of it being judgmental. She knows because she was part of it. So let her talk you a little bit about this. What got me was the misuse of Jesus's teachings and the misuse of scripture. This is made to sound Christian. So when someone reads this stuff and they don't know the Bible well enough, a lot of them assume that it's just a more spiritualized type of Christianity, that this is what Jesus was really trying to say. Many Christians have a vision board. What got me was the misuse of Jesus's teachings and the misuse of scripture. This is made to sound Christian. So when someone... So he again, we're talking about stuff sounding Christian, uh, sounding Christian, and she also talks about how we kind of mix and match things and put things together. And one of the things that we have to do when we look at some scripture is we have to make sure that we're reading things in context. Well, when we talk about, um, 
I'm going to pull up Cruffalo Dollar because he says something. You know I was going to get to your boy at some point, right? <laughs> so let's go ahead and let's see what he says. And let's see if you can catch on to a scripture that he uh, may or may not be misusing. Let's, let's, let's listen to this one. What got me oh, was sorry, the misuse of... Wrong one, wrong one. Sorry. Juju. Here we go. Is this the right one? What got me was the misuse... Oh, my gosh. Oh, I know you got my boy Creflo Dollar. What am I talking about? Here we go. Get in the Word, write it down, and on purpose, make some stuff happen. Sounds just like Will Smith. All right, go ahead. Do you hear what I said? On purpose, get a promotion. Instead of hoping and a friend, on make one. Remember the Bible says, make your way prosperous on purpose. So make your way prosperous. What he? So how does he use in that verse, by the way, that he just said, make your way prosperous? What is he trying? What's he trying to say? Wait, what was the scripture? He said, make your way prosperous. He, of course, he doesn't quote. He doesn't, he doesn't go to the Bible verse to tell you anything. What was he saying, make your way prosperous? Oh, he's saying, like, write it down and speak it. Okay, so so you are in control of making your way prosperous, right? And that's how he's, that's how he's using this particular scripture. So one of the things that I want us to do is that when we're quoting scripture, we got to read the whole thing. We got to read all of that. So let's find the rest of that scripture and then read where that comes from. Where, where does it come from? So uh, the rest of that says, um, above all, be strong and very courageous. But then it says, keep this, study this book of instruction continually. What book are they talking about? Bible. The Bible. This, was, this is from um, Joshua. So it's talking about the Old Testament at the time. So keep the book of the law and don't depart on it, right? So think about it and so that you will be sure to obey everything in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Another version of it says, for then you will succeed in all you do. So it says you have to do what first? You have to, um, you have to follow the book. That's where it doesn't just come out of nowhere, just make your way prosper, just make yourself on <laughs> prosperous on purpose. It says you follow the book and then you will be able to be prosperous. So see how the subtle difference is when they just grab chop, and chop and screw. Chop and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so here's another one. So um Luke eleven, um eight 8 through 11. That's one that, that comes up when we talk about that. And, yeah, we're going to get to yours too, uh, Colin, the scripture you brought up. So Luke 8, 11. I mean, 11, 8, 11. 8 says, I tell you even though, well, here's the one a lot of people says. It says, um, it, what it says, I will, oh, this is the one you were talking about, Christian. I think you were talking about um, uh, the one you sent me in your in your in, in text. Do you remember that one you sent? I think it's Matthew. It, no, it's not. It's Luke. It's Luke 1, 8. And it says, um, I tell you, even though I'm a man, it talks about the, the guy who, you know, gets up and, and a friend and has a friend who, you know, he's knocking on the door and all that stuff. And it says, I tell you, even though the man inside will not get up and give him anything because he is he is his friend. Yet because of his first man's the first man's sheer persistence. And I think yours said audacity. Right. Yeah. 
um, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. So I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open for you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and the one who knocks the door will be open. Right? So what, what's your point on that on that verse you brought up? Why'd you bring that verse up? Closed mouths don't get fed. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That shit, that shameless audacity to ask. What's that? What's that part? Why'd you pick that part up? What was that? Yeah. Why did you pick that shameless audacity piece? Shameless audacity, Mm because you have the, you have to have the audacity, audacity to ask for it. What does audacity mean? Audacity. The right. Yeah. Like the. That's what that means. Like unforgiven right. Unforgiven right. I wouldn't say unforgiven. Yeah. (laughs) So what's audacity mean? You have to have the. The shameless thought to ask for something like that. What do you mean shameless? I, I, you're saying, you keep saying, I want you to tell me what you mean by where. What do you mean by shameless audacity? That's what I mean. What, what does that mean? What does audacity mean? What, is, what's, what does that all that mean? You have to th- have the thought of it. Like the, just the, like, the, the willingness to do it. Okay. So it's fearless, right? Yeah. So that it's daring, it's fearless, and um, if you one of the things I also want you to practice doing is to read Bible verses in um, different uh, translations. So if you read it in different translations, a lot of them will say bold persistence, right? It's not rude. Audacity is not. I know we use people like, oh, they had the audacity. We usually use that. That's like the second definition. The first definition is just about being fearless, right? Um, and, and, and a lot of times the Bible, if you look at all the definitions of the Bible, is not always rude, right? It's about confidence, right? It's about being, being bold right so it's a bold persistence and if you look up that actual verse in a couple of different um, ver- um, translations that's what you will hear so it's about being bold right but what I also want to talk about is that in verse 8 it says he will get up and give him whatever he needs he didn't say get up and give him whatever he wants it doesn't say give get up and give him what he ever asked for it says whatever he needs and even if you aren't down with that, if you go on and you read past this, remember we're talking about read the whole the whole scripture. If you read past that, the next verse and listen to the next verse after the whole ask and you'll be you know and you and you'll get it and on the, you knock and the door will be open. Listen to the next verse. It says, "What father among you, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake? Uh, uh-huh. A snake? He doesn't just say some other." good thing he says a bad thing so yeah if your son is asking for something good of course i'm not going to give you something harmful to you when the next one says who asked for an egg will give him a scorpion like that's a bad thing we're not so and then it says so so we know that there are good gifts but when it says that that god will give this whole verse is not about giving whatever you want or whatever you ask for it's about giving whatever you need and what will not harm you so i think that's i feel like she's just proving all my points yeah because we're not we're not asking for so we're not naming and claiming something just like frivolously you know what i'm saying so it can't be like like i said before i can't ask for a ferrari you know but you could be asking you can't even name and claim your health health is good for you but you can't claim that because god did good health you can't claim it because you can't, you don't know whether God, like you say, I, I claim this to be healed in the name of Jesus. 
you don't know whether God intends for that particular yeah, thing to I be can have here. the boldness to be like, hey, to God, ask for I need your help. Yes, that's what I'm asking. That's that, what we're saying. No, but no, what I'm trying saying, to tell so you is not the same it's, thing. It's claim. And so we're trying to connect the ask with the with the claim. It's not the and, same and thing. And you're saying that it's <laughs> claim and ask has two definitions. And we're saying the ask is within the claim. It's, so, like, yeah. for instance, when you bring up, like, the <laughs> healing thing, like, I, I think our bishop was preaching about that last week where he was telling people, you know, and then he was doing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? In the name of Jesus, you're healed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, these, exactly. But, but these are people who are coming up who are, like, I claim healing but, but, in but, your and, name. And, and I don't want right. I don't, the right, right. to go up. But, right, but, right, but right. again, but again, and I don't want to disrespect anybody, nobody promised that that person would be healed. So, so, so when we talk about we're claiming stuff, you're saying that I know that God already promised. Nobody told you you were going to be healed. God didn't promise you that. So you can't claim something that God didn't already tell you. God That's has, why I did for God, my healing. God has the right to not heal you. God correct, has correct. the right to say, no, you about to have this ailment for your whole life because that's what I have for you. God has the right to say, no, you're not about to get that yeah. job. God has the right to say, no, you're going to lose your job, as a matter of fact. So you can't claim stuff that God didn't already say in his book, I'm definitely giving to you. Now, what he claimed for you, what you can claim for, everlasting life. That's in your Bible. It tells you that he's going to give you that. He tells you he's going to give you a brand new body. Those are the things that you can claim because it says it in his word. So um, you brought up Mark eleven twenty four, right? Was that you? Right. Okay, yeah, so Mark yeah, eleven yeah. twenty four. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have and received it, and it will be yours. So here's the biggest thing I want to talk about with that is verse 24 says, in prayer. So what do we hear about prayer? How do we pray? So I, I think that's the that's the big, word that we're talking about. That's the about. big yep. key word. So yep. and let me ask Christian, yeah. when you say when you go and ask God name it to claim it, isn't that the prayer? Yep. We, yeah. So 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 when that, Jesus that's, a, so that's that, a prayer. So that's the ask when you, in the prayer. Okay. So let me I'm gonna I'm go back again. I don't know why my co my co-host is being so stubborn. <laughs> the word claim is not a request. Look it up in a dictionary. You can't change Can it be the a meaning prayer? of a word. Can no. it be a prayer? Oh, no, because can't prayer claim. No, or because a prayer is a request. A claim is not a request. It's not the same thing. You can't just change the definition of a word because you like it. No, it's not the same. Let's talk about let's talk about how Jesus prayed. Okay, here's Jesus in Gethsemane. Now Jesus is God. He is God. Now if anybody got authority to be claiming stuff, you would think Jesus did, right? But what did Jesus say? Then then he went to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, "Sit here while I pray." Okay, he took Peter, James, and John with him and became very distraught and distressed. He said to them, my soul is deeply grieved, even to the point of death. Remain here and stay alert. He goes a little farther and he goes to pray. He throws himself on the ground and he prayed that if it were possible, the hour would pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me, yet not what I will but you what you will. So Jesus said, it's not what I want. It's whatever you want. I really don't want to do all this stuff. 
It seems pretty daggone painful, and I don't want to do it. But we're going to do whatever you want, God. He didn't say, I claim that I don't need to be up on that cross. I claim that I don't need to die tonight. I claim that I don't need to be. He ain't want it. He yeah, ain't want it. But listen to him, how he talked. Listen to how Jesus prayed to his father, the ultimate authority. And you see how he bowed to his father in heaven and said, not my will, your will. Is it possible? That is a request. That's a request. That's not the same, though. Whoa, what do you mean it's not the same? You're right, it's not <laughs> it's the same. Not the That's same. a request. <laughs> no. That's how Jesus prays. So this Bible no. verse says. That's like when, when God tells you to get up and do something and, and you want to Get up do and take it, your bed. But you're going to do it because it's his will. I, I don't understand what that means. What's that have to do with you asking about something? Right, because he told Jesus to go up on the cross. He, he didn't just... This you know. episode, y'all, is going to be an agree to disagree. Because I, I don't think, no matter, so no matter how you paint it or whatever scripture, I don't think it's going to, like, I, how do you, I, like, what do you like, mean paint scripture? Like, like, what do you mean like, by I, that? like I understand, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. I think me and Christian definitely understand the difference between the words or whatever. But the way how me and Christian see it, I don't think. And these ever, other people and Joel right. Osteen and, I don't think, and, and, I don't think and all these other people. Like, would you stop naming and claiming stuff? No. <laughs> so, here, so here's what I'm going to say have, here. And have you seen things manifest by naming and claiming? I've seen, yeah. And I've seen God do open doors like I've never seen before. So we're going to come back to this because I want I want you all to to think about this. I want you to think about this. This is about pleasing God. All right. It's not about winning an argument. It's not about who's right, who's wrong. It's about pleasing God. And I want you to pour into the word and find things where we are commanding God to do stuff because that's not happening. And, and, and look at all the ways that Jesus prayed. He, the disciples asked him, tell us how to pray. Go look that up. Go look that Bible verse up where it, it, the, the disciples say, can you teach us how to pray? Because we don't know how to pray. Thy will right? be done. Thy right. kingdom come. Right. It was all about. Right. It's all. It's all. Yeah. It's all it, so naming and claiming does not sound anything like any of that. And when, and when he does, and we'll bring this up next week. I'm going to finish this next week. I knew we weren't going to get to the rest of the stuff. But next week, I'm going to bring up the, the Bible verse that, you, that some people quote, the one where um, he, command, he tells the, um, the, si- the, the disciples. We already, oh. I think we did that one already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About uh, what you can do in the name of Jesus. Right? We're going to come back and talk about what that and means to be we'll in the name good. of Jesus. I think we'll be good. I will agree with you. I know I want to do it right just yeah. to see it because I think the way how me and Christian go about it may not be articulated in a way that because I think this is good for the listeners too right mm-hmm. Christians are non-Christians for when we speak about and what we mean by name it claim it and how we go about it right because you know like we said for us it's a prayer you know for us the ask is in the demand you know, air quotes. And so I would, I would, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take time and like write down isn't and find that, the scripture. Isn't that opposition? The demand. The ask. The ask. I, is I don't in understand the how you can put those two words again and say they mean the mean the same. They don't. So if I say I'm asking you to give me that. And then give me. 
I'm asking you to give me that. <laughs> right, no. Right. So versus saying, but "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it." Right, but you I'm, still have the ability to say no. You still there, gonna say no. But, uh, but, but the we're talking about. We know that God has the power. We're talking about right, how right. you humbly approach your Father in heaven, and the respect and the humbleness. That name it and claim it is not in any way, shape, or form humble to me, to God. It does not acknowledge Him and say. You are in control, and whatever your will is, that's what I want. I want what you want. I want what you want me to want. Whatever your will is, that's the same as my will. And so I am asking for your will to be done. Move my will out the way. We're not even going to talk about my will because all we care about is yours. And that's how God asks you to pray. He asks you to pray his will only. Not your will and his will, but only his will. That's what he asked you to pray. That's what it says. The essential meaning of claim is to say that something is true. To say something is true. That's something that you already have. And when we don't have it, I don't know how we are considering that um, a question. So, we're going to come back to this one. I know. Oh, and a, you know what? We're going to get this up on the <laughs> podcast. I'm going to make sure that <laughs> you get this one because I really want, I think this is really good a for... Comment. Yeah, and for the listeners yeah. to really, I would love to see whose side, not even whose side, what the mentality is for those who are Christians yes. and those who aren't Christians, what you believe, you know, when it comes to name and claim it, do you see things and approach it as humbly asking mm -hmm. or taking it by force? Awesome. So we're going to have part two of this discussion next week. And we're going to get to your jam review next week. I told you what yeah. I was going to get to. I knew we weren't. So, like, I don't, even feel, I don't feel bad because I knew the topic was not going to lend itself to uh, us getting to everything. So next week we are going to finish this topic again. Um, and we hope that you check out this. And hopefully we'll have lots more of our episodes up on YouTube um, this week. We're going to do a better job of that. Um, but here is a reminder as we do close out today that Jesus Christ is the only way. We all agree on that in this room. Is that too narrow-minded for the modern times we're in? Well, I'm just quoting directly from Jesus. So take it up with him. He built the plane that we each fly in. Our planes are going down because of sin. But he loves and wants to give you a way out. He says, believe I am your savior and come find out what I'm about. Believe and solely trust in me. I died for you up on that tree. Yes, following me comes with some cause, but I'll help you carry that cross and replace that loss. I conquered death and returned above so you could have all eternity to experience my unconditional love. This may be a hard decision, but it's an easy task. Want to invite Jesus to change your heart and mind, or then just ask. On behalf of Colin, the Kingdom Consultant, DJ Christian, and myself, Professor Truth, we hope you meet us back here again next week on Jam Culture, Battlefield of the Mind. Good night.